Hey docs, welcome to the Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon McLaughlin. We are the premium location where women physicians come and learn about building profitable businesses so that we can have the freedom to live our best life. We have this podcast, and we have a supportive community of over 9,000 women physicians. We do summits. We have a conference coming up in New York on May 20th. If you're in the New York metro area, come just for the day. If you're in from out of town, there's a hotel on premises and we'll be meeting Friday night to do some masterminding and adjourning on Sunday morning. So come and join us. You can find out more on our website at fpestrong.com. I look forward to seeing you guys in person. Now, if you like this podcast, do me a favor, give it a great review and make sure you share it with another doc who can benefit from it. All right, let's get started. Hey everybody, today we have Dr. Lori Marbus with us. She is the co-founder of Mora.com. Lori, tell us a little about your background. First of all, thank you for being here. And I know that you do physician-led groups all about health, wellness, lifestyle medicine. Tell us how, like, walk us through your journey. You started, you were practicing. Yes, absolutely. Um, thank you, first of all, for having me. It's always a delight to, you know, meet new people and, and enter a new sphere of um, meeting, you know, especially women and entrepreneurs. And, you know, my, my daughter's a doctor. She's uh, in her third year of residency, family medicine. And um, so it's just a joy to see the generations on coming in. So I came from a family medicine background. I was also in the military, active duty Air Force. Um, so I have a lot of interesting challenges. I have an MBA. I did a dual degree MD, MBA in medical school about health organization management. And, you know, as a mom and as a, as a doctor, wife, there's a lot of challenges just in living that life. <laughs> but then you start bringing in, there's, there's an itch that you can't quite scratch until you go and explore you know, the entrepreneurial track. And I think doctors are well-suited to be entrepreneurs because we are um, in a place of knowing how hard work is. We tend to be thinking like detectives and we're looking for solving problems. And I think that's a way to kind of start. So for me, it started in really understanding why some patients could change their lifestyle and find health and others couldn't. But I accidentally found basically a whole food plant-based diet about uh, 11, 12 years ago from a patient experience. And I went into a rabbit hole. I've yet to emerge. And um, in that journey, I learned about lifestyle medicine. I'm certified in uh, lifestyle medicine. So if you're interested in understanding what that means, you can check out the American College of Lifestyle Medicine. It's at lifestylemedicine.org is their website. It's a really lovely group of people. There's 10,000 members at this point who really look to the foundation. So you know all those guidelines that we're told to practice, like the foundational first thing they do, a type, for example, type 2 diabetes, lifestyle uh, interventions, you know, tell people to eat better, move better, sleep better. What does that mean? How do you employ that in practice? So that's what that encompasses. And I fell in love with it. I consider it the antidote. <laughs> To burnout, um, it's a real joy to see patients take hold of their own health and really own it. And you come along as a guide. And um, the patient really, you know, that we always are wanting to be patient-centric. And it, they're really the hero of their own story. And it's such a joy to be a part of it. Um, a very, um, just fun. And so about three years ago, 
you know, four years ago now, I guess, in 2019, um, as I was in this plant-based space, right, there's <clears throat> vegans, plant-based, it's, I'm, I tend to shy away from the word vegan just because it's more of the ethical vegan, right? but there's, there's a whole growing movement. I'm sure we've all seen, uh, <clears throat> excuse me if I'm a little far, I'm getting over a, a thing that's been shared amongst the household, but um, the, the plant-based movement, right, you see processed foods, unfortunately, but also just this discussion on plant-based movement on helping the climate change. Maybe there's some animal ethic components, but also your health, eating more fiber. We're fiber deficient in this country. And, um, but I was in this plant-based world, right? And people saw me as a plant-based doctor and it was a niche that was really unique, but there wasn't many doctors who were available um, throughout the country for someone to engage in conversation about eating this way. What does it mean to de-prescribe medications as someone became more healthy? And so a friend of mine, uh, we started a company called Plant-Based Telehealth. Um, it took us about a year to plan. We launched in March of 2020, unbeknownst to us, right, when a pandemic hits. So it was really interesting. Um, the barriers, the perceived barriers of telemedicine were kind of just slashed for us because of this virus. And um, we were preaching health, right? And so we had some really cool momentum um, as the silver lining of COVID. And during that time, we learned a lot. Um, we bootstrapped this die together. And within two years, we had 11 doctors and 4,000 patients about. And um, we ended up selling the company last summer to John Mackey, who founded Whole Foods. And I cashed out. It was my first successful exit of uh, a company. I'd done some other things, uh, side, you know, side hustles. I just can't seem to help myself. And, um, but it really taught me a lot. I became, I was licensed. I am licensed in all 50 states, including D.C., um, and I've seen a patient in every single state in this country. And it's been really fascinating, just the conversations, the learnings, the, oh, just, just you know, understanding the partnerships, um, who you come into business with, people, when they speak to you, what they're looking for. You know, I'm, I tend to be a trusting person, but I've learned some lessons the hard way. And, um, but also that, you know, there's a lot of people that you want, that want to help you and be your mentor. Don't be afraid to seek them out as physicians. We tend to seek autonomy, but this is where we need collaboration, especially as women. I feel like we're in a special place. Um, sisterhood needs to be built. And I love this podcast idea. It's fascinating. Um, so yeah. And then in that process of selling, uh, one of my investors in plant-based telehealth came from the tech space. And he had had a wonderful experience with his own mother using, well, he, he's not medical, but she came to visit and he kind of owned her food and her habits in about three months and helped her reverse her type 2 diabetes. And by eating, you know, plant-based diets, exercising daily, he controlled her stress. It was a really amazing transformational moment for him. And because he had done well enough never to have to work again. But then he decided, you know what, let's try to take on this thing, the beast of sick care in America. And um, he had brought me on as an advisor a couple of years ago. And as we moved to selling, um, I came on as their part-time chief medical officer. Then I became a co-founder. And that's how Mora Medical was launched. And we take lifestyle medicine to... Uh, those with the commercial payers, Medicare, Medicaid, because we really need to increase access. And right now we're in Texas, Florida, California, Ohio, New York, and 
I'm missing one. Oh, yeah. You know, there's six states um, that we are active in seeing patients. And it was really interesting from building the entities, um, the insurance, the payer enrollment, the revenue cycle management, uh, the technical stuff, the hiring of physicians, the different state laws, PAs, marketing. Uh, you have your direct to consumer piece. You have your cons uh, direct to you know business to business, learning the employer space, corporate medicine. Um, there's equity, venture capital. <laughs> So it's been a really fascinating journey. Um, and I think the biggest takeaway for me is bring on those mentors that you've met and, you know, ask them, you know, if you can spare, you know, pull their ear across maybe if you have a problem or need some encouragement at some point because the journey has highs and lows um, sometimes on a daily basis. And so, um, yeah, it's always nice to have someone who's rooting for you in your corner that understands and can maybe give you some sage advice when needed. Tell us the early days. How did you get started as far as learning? You know, uh, learning which one? Speak up which piece. Telemedicine for one thing, right? Because take us back mm. to 2020. Sure. This was new. There was telemedicine around. But yeah, I I had been doing telemedicine um, by accident. Um, so not really an accident. I, gosh, back in 2016, I was part of another startup and that startup folded after about six months, but it was an in-person clinic in Florida. And what was interesting, I had had a friend reach out to me that worked for Doctor on Demand. And she goes, hey, would you be interested in working at Doctor on Demand? And there was a referral bonus for, you know, docs to reach out to their network and see if they brought someone on, they'd get paid, you know, a little bonus. And that's why she reached out to me. And I was like, you know, I'm, I'm cool right now. And two months later, I reached back out and said, you know, my clinic folded. Yeah, let me let me jump on board. It was my first time in my adult life I didn't have a job. It was like very such a strange circumstance for me. What was interesting though, during that time in early 2017, you know, these are acute care calls. They're calling in for the cough, they're calling with the rash, you name it. But then I can't help but look at the past medical history and go, oh, look, you have diabetes, you have high blood pressure, you have high cholesterol. Have you ever heard of plant-based diet, lifestyle medicine, and you just can't not help a patient. And that's when it clicked for me and my business partner was my first company. Because <clears throat> he said, you know, I actually had C-suite level individuals of doctors on demand. And I was invited to San Francisco to their office twice in the couple of years that I was there. Um, and they were like, you know, we're looking at your data, Lori, and it's different you know, how do you get an A1C to go from 11 to six in three months in stopping medications? And they're like, what are they doing? Are they seeing someone else? I'm like, well, I'm feeding them plants. We're doing lifestyle medicine. They're like, no, really. I'm like, no, really. <laughs> so telemedicine was a beautiful vessel of, of really delivering this type of care. And um, that's where the wheels started turning, right? And so that was the fascinating part about that learning was telemedicine. And, um, you know, my business partner at that time, he was like, Lori, we should start our own telemedicine company. He wasn't a physician. I was like, are you crazy? <laughs> and, you know, sometimes naivety, being naive is a bonus, you know, ignorant of what's your hurdles because, but once you're engaged and ongoing, you just, you just take it, right? You just take action every day. And before you know it, you're selling your company to John Mackey. <laughs> so that's how it rolled out. <laughs> 
There are a lot of discussions around getting licenses and all the states. Do you have any advice yeah. on that? Yes. Um, why? No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, the, it's, a, it's a really interesting, I, and it's funny that people, those who are outside of medicine and understand, they're like, wow, is there tests and stuff? So they think it's almost like a board certification. That I was like, no, no, this is literally, it's just the administrative burden, right? And there's fees involved. And sure, there's some jurisprudence tests in like Texas and Maine and some other places. But overall, sorry to hear my dog, she's squealing. Um, overall, it's it's fairly, it's, it's a step-by-step -step process. And I became more inclined to do that when I had my own you know, the more patients I could see by the more licenses I had. And Dr. Neman was interesting. So they would, they started me on my multiple state uh, track because they would do it for me. They would send me, you know, the papers to sign and I'd send them back. And suddenly I had this license. Well, then they would dictate what licenses I would see that, you know, I wasn't getting as many patients because I did have California. So I went and got California on my own. Or I saw that, you know, I needed to reactivate my license in Texas because that was my first license and I'd let it fall by the wayside as I moved around to Colorado and different places and I reactivated that. So now there's another population I could see more patients. And as we were moving and starting our own company, I was like, you know, I want to have you be able to say on our website that we have patients, physicians in every single state. And as we were bringing on doctors, of course, they were getting licensed. And that wasn't that I wanted to see patients in every single state. It's just that I wanted to be able to say we are a national lifestyle medicine. Plant-based telehealth was it. Like, we are we are the jam. We're the OG. And that was the main reason. Um, there are companies who will do this for you. They tend to be a little expensive, anywhere from $500 to $600 um, per license. And so, you know, if you're not on a strict timeline, it's... And you can take on that mission. You might get a virtual assistant or somebody to help you. I tend to be OCD about things. I have a an Excel spreadsheet that I keep track of and I check monthly, like clockwork. I know which ones. And so about, I don't know, about a third of my licenses to a half will be renewable each year. And I just I just have it on a system at this point. Um, it's fairly easy. It can be expensive. You're gonna spend once you've got all the licenses, it'll be about twenty thousand dollars. Um every two years. So you're about $10,000 a year to renew for 51 licenses. So that's including DC. Um, and the other piece is if you live in the, there's an interstate uh, medical compact, um, check it out. If you live in some of these more rural states, although Texas signed up, um, like I lived in Colorado, it's really easy. They're like, hey neighbor, like let's say Utah, you want a Utah license, you happen to live in Colorado. This interstate compact, which is, I think, closing in on 30 states have agreed to join. They can actually, you just get this letter done. It's like a letter saying that you have a good medical license, you're in good standing. And then what you do is you fill this all out and literally you just pay the fee to get the license and you will get, they, they're because they're like, Colorado, you've given this license to this doctor. I'm going to trust that they know what they're doing. I'm going to give them a license too. So all you're paying now is the actual fee for the actual license. And that's a wonderful way if you happen to live in one of those states to get additional you know, state licensure. Because what they're thinking is these are states that are struggle to recruit paid, you know, um, doctors, especially in rural areas, and it's an easier way to do it. So, there's, so there are some shortcuts there. And then marketing. Marketing always comes up. You talk oh, about yeah. how okay. do you, you know, you grew, you got the licenses. How do you get the patients? 
Lovely. Yes. Yes. So really depending on where, I, I think there's certain marketing principles that are going to hold true regardless, right? And so we have to be careful also how we market um, as physicians. But I think it's always adding value, right? So you always want to add value to your audience and you want to go hang out where your audience is hanging out and you want to answer the questions that they're asking, right? So my patients happen to listen to plant-based podcasts. You know, they maybe they're suffering from diabetes and they're searching for um, ways to quote unquote holistically treat it. We still physicians, we tell them we still prescribe meds, you know, all that piece. So what we found, there's low intent and then there's high intent. So there's, we will run, for example, Facebook ads. Those patients tend to be low intent, meaning they sign up saying they want to come, but then they never come to the appointment. Maybe they no show. The higher intent patients are ones that align with you because you offer something that's unique to their demographic or to their problem. So in, for example, the plant-based uh, patients tend to be very high intent. They engage with us because there's not many of us around. They show up. They're so happy to, to be part of whatever we're offering. And so that's one way. The other piece is that I've had my own podcast I've had for seven years. It started honestly out of just trying to figure out why patients were able to change their lifestyle and stick with it. I just want I, it went down that behavioral health piece. Like, how do you change your behavior and stick with it? Teach me. And so that's been an amazing learning. Um, and so, you know, start your own journey that way, becoming an expert, elevate yourself because you are in so many of us, myself included, are, you know, we're thinking this imposter syndrome. You are an expert. You have a skill set that someone is looking for and don't, don't hide, don't be afraid to share it. Right. And so that's the, the piece that I think sometimes, um, at least for myself as a woman, and as a physician, we kind of get a little nervous about, um, but, you know, I think anyway, you can market yourself as an expert, be it an email, uh, you make sure you have a strong email list that so you're offering regular, maybe once a week, um, some type of value, again, answering questions. We do Facebook lives that gets us, drives us in, in engagement and then inviting yourself or asking others to join your podcast that maybe they have a podcast and sharing and spreading your network that way, you know, for your presence, like similar type of audiences and um yeah and so we're also we're exploring we're about to launch into tiktok that is not a land i've been to but i'm i'm gonna put my toe in the water and see how it turns out i'm a little older demographic from that standpoint but they say everybody's there so i'm gonna go jump in so we'll see what happens <laughs> you do a lot of education it'll be great for them actually I'm yeah excited yeah. about that what's next for mora.com Thank you. Um, yes. So our next phase of business development is really about kind of a hybrid approach. So we have this telemedicine and it's working great. Patients are doing well. We're working within the sphere of fee-for-service. We're looking at value-based care, but we're like, how do we get patients with high intent? And what we found is that, you know, if a patient is seeing a doctor and they refer them to go see a specialist, most of the time they show up. And the piece though, that was hard, we have doctors who want to refer to us, but then you know, they do for a few and then they forget about us because they're busy. They're seeing patients, they're doing their thing. And so what we're going to do is we're looking for space in, in, in the states that we are currently, Florida, Texas, California, New York, Ohio, and Colorado. If you have an office space that maybe you could sublease to us, a very small, it could be a closet. <laughs> 
um, where we can sit and put a medical assistant. We're happy to share that medical assistant in the sense of um, if you need some extra support at some point, but really looking to share the cost of rent and overhead so we can put someone who's present physically to help with that referral process. So if you are interested in, you know, you need some more help to help patients that have chronic disease and you're looking and you're interested in referring someone to a lifestyle medicine specialist, you know, please hit me up at Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E at Mora, M-O-R-A dot com. And we would be tickled to um, have a discussion with you. Lori. We have an intake team that will be happy to send any information that way as well. Thanks, Dr. Marvis, for being here. Thank you for having me. This is great. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Female Physician Entrepreneurs Podcast. If you like us, please give us a nice review and tell your family and friends about us. We'll see you on another episode.